Hi, this is Everything Remade, a podcast that I hope is about growth as much as about music. I'm Amy Christine, and I'd like you to hear something. Off their LP, Survival Sickness, by Crowning, which is one of Amy and I's favorite releases of this year. Check out more, crowningcool.bandcamp.com. So we're doing a little something different this time. We're just... Um, being so close to the end of the year, decided to have some chats with some of my pals about um, what kind of music and what kind of uh, different um, uh, entertainment that we were all enjoying this year. Uh, I am chatting with Amy Christine, and um, you may know them from the band Abrea Sky. Abrea Sky. Yeah, I, I was worried I was going to say it wrong. Uh, so, we we did it. Um, Good and, job. Yeah, um, we just we released a split, and I still can't say the name. Um, but uh, yeah, all good. That's the way it is when you um, have to uh, find band names on Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, so I guess uh, first we'll talk about um, what kind of uh, like what albums we've been enjoying this year and stuff. Um, I I decided because I'm going to chat with some other folks about some uh, other kinds of um, media that we've been enjoying this year that I would do a No Friends uh, top 10. So um, Amy's top 10 is going to be whatever they got up to, whatever they've been into. And mine is going to yeah. be only people that I don't know. So... Mine's actually a top eight. So Amy's going to start us with uh, 10. What is your number 10 for the year? I just want to say, I, I wonder if we'll have any crossover. Because, like, a lot of my lists every year, like, I always pick, like, obviously pals that I, that I like, am friends with on my list. But for the most part, like, my lists are always all over the place. Yeah, um, that's, that's what I thought if I was, like, if I do, like people that we know and then I chat with you specifically I was like like the only other person maybe that I would chat with where I'd I'd have more like crossover where we if we did like it was like all our friends on our list was like maybe Dave Norman you know oh yeah like, like I was like <laughs> yeah. that'd be just like us just being like oh that's my number seven. Oh, that's my number three yeah, oh, yeah. but um, I can totally see that yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe we will, maybe we won't. But uh, who knows? Uh, yeah. yeah. So this year was like a weird music year for me uh, because, um, you know, there there was a pandemic that happened. So and uh, from that, I felt pretty 
like, I don't know, whenever I'm experiencing like depressive episodes or like a difficult time, I really have a hard time listening to music that isn't nostalgic or something that's, I would kind of consider comfort food. So, um, but when I was looking back, I was like, oh, I actually listened to a lot more new music than I anticipated this year. And I'm actually quite proud. But I'm cheating on one. It's not one that was released this year. And the reason why, and I think this is a good reason, is because I hadn't listened to this album in full for ages. And I haven't listened to it since starting playing music, like actually trying to write songs. So when I listened to it, it was like listening to it completely new. Um, And that album was the Tokyo Police Club's A Lesson in Crime, which is their first album. And for those who don't know, they're an indie rock band from 2006 era, so like late 2000s, mid to late 2000s. And they're just kind of like this Canadian quirky indie rock band. But what I found really cool upon re-listening is as somebody who's learning bass and like trying to get better at bass is that they have like like this really bright jangly guitar tone, but with this really cool crunchy bass like tones so it doesn't seem like it should mesh really well but it meshes so well and it gives it kind of more of a haunting feel to it and even though their lyrics are like really cheesy for the most part in this album like the vocals are just done so well that I'm just like, I don't know. I just listened to it probably the most out of everything that I've listened to this year, mostly because it's like nostalgic and it's at a time where I was like, Oh, like that's like when I started listening to this album, it was kind of during like a period of time when I was younger, it was like discovering like who I was. So it was just kind of nice to revisit it that way too. So anyways, I cheated and I put that album as my number 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I, you know, for a second, I thought you were going to say like block party, silent alarm. And I was going to be like, hell yeah. Oh, um, but no, that, you know, I, I do, I do remember listening to uh, Tokyo police club a bit, uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I, I, this, the sound comes to mind, but I, you know, I was really bad with just like having everything in one music folder on my hard drive and just loading Winamp and just hitting random. And then like, so I never knew what any, any, like any song was like from whatever (laughs) album or anything. Like I would just, it would come on and I'd be like, who's this? That, and I'd look at the player and it'd be like, Oh, it's that band. And I'd be like, yeah, I really like this. I'm going to find out more about this. And, And then I, I, would hear like seven more bands like that, you know? Um, yeah. But um, yeah, that's, that's really cool. And I really, I relate to what you're saying about like revisiting something once you are um, in a position to appreciate it as a, like, I, I don't know, a, this is not the right word, but like a performer, you know, someone who can mm-hmm. play um, what they're playing a little bit because like that's definitely you know happened to me uh s- s- like several times like even even when i would even when I, I i could play drums a little bit like um and i'd i'd hear like drums or whatever and i'm like wow this drummer's good like sometimes and block party is a good example of this like matt tong mm-hmm. like is just incredible and like when you really get in and listen to, you know, the, 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 the bones of something and 
and you're mm-hmm. like, this is way more like intricate and deep or like complicated than than I uh, I previously thought, and it, it really does give you like a another layer of appreciation you know, for that. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've seen Block Party twice live and yeah, anytime I've seen them, I'm like, Poof. like, it's ridiculous how skilled they are. At, and they're just so, te- like, I don't know, they're just so precise to watch, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tokyo Police Club's more like, I've seen them live a couple times and they're, they're just, they just have such fun on stage and everything too. So, but they're yeah. just like super nostalgic for me in that album. Yeah, because I'd only listened to like the two hits more frequently before, um, but watch like listening to the whole album and it all flows really well in my mind. It's, I always appreciate an album that like really goes the extra mile to like make sure everything flows together and everything makes sense. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, that's my that's my my cheating okay. one. <laughs> so we're gonna. So we're actually. Now we're starting. Uh, number nine um, is from this year. And what's that? Oh, for me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm not going yet. Oh, okay. Um, so nothing is in particular order. I just like listed a bunch because I, I hate ranking just because my I listen to lots of different types of music. So I feel like it's it's not uh, accurate to rank them. So, sure. um, so my... <laughs> Ninth, which is not nine because this album rules and it's great. Um, it's Vatican Shadows, Persian Pillars of the Gasoline Era. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've listened to Vatican Shadow. I um, so they're an industrial dark wave artist. Um, it's he explores uh, themes of American imperialism and horrors of warfare with his music. If you ever look at his like album titles, it tends to like mention like historical accounts of warfare that happened in america but it's all like ambient there's no vocals it's all just kind of industrial dark wave ambient music and what i really love about vatican shadow is that um there's just such a huge weight to everything um so for instance in the second song what's that song called rehearsing the attack uh there's a snare and cymbal hit like it just goes from snare to cymbal and it's has such reverb on it but it, and it's also overblown so it sounds really distorted and really like heavy hitting and it's just really uncomfortable in a good way like it makes you feel just just uncomfortable but also like (laughs) like it's just really good um yeah uh and i love that style of music um i've always loved industrial sounds i think we talked about this in the last podcast but like one of my first uh heavy (laughs) artists i listened to is marilyn manson even though he's not like straight up like industrial or anything but like there's certain sounds to his music that i always like and then Mm -hmm. as i got older i got more into like nine inch nails and stuff so anything with more of like a heavier like power electronic sound to it but like still keeping like a booming rhythm i'm just like yes (laughs) i'm here for it so yeah that album I, I love that. It's good. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to check that out. I've, I've been wanting to listen to more like contemporary stuff like that, but I don't, you know, I just, I don't know where to start. So that's a, that's a good, good place to start. 
Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, uh, okay, since we're on eight now, and yours are, you know, you said yours aren't in order. Mine are not necessarily in order. They're kind of in order-ish. But uh, anyway, uh, Phoebe Bridger's Punisher. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I mean, I feel like everyone's heard this record. There's not a ton that needs to be said about it. It's, mm. it's great. It's a really beautiful record. Um, it's, it's very sad sounding. The, mm-hmm. the vocals are fantastic. The guitars are great. Um, it, uh, it really, uh, depending on how I'm feeling before I listen to it, um, it I can feel great after listening to it, or I can feel horrible. Uh, oh yeah for real uh, i i feel that yeah so i don't i don't know if that's uh that's the intent you know i don't know if that's you know um it's obviously not just me you're saying that you understand that as well so um Mm -hmm. you know um but yeah that's 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 what i'll say uh is eight and like it's you know that's not necessarily like i said it's a loose um ranking except I feel like uh, the thing is, um, when I go up my list, it's more like which one, which albums I listen to more times almost. So, uh, okay. So perhaps the albums that came out earlier in the year have an unfair advantage in that way. But anyway, uh, yeah, that almost almost made my list. I, I dabbled in trying to put it in, but I feel like I didn't listen to it enough to like warrant a, a list list. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a really great album. That's a good choice. Um, yeah, I just I love her vocal performances. They're so good. So good. Yeah. Um, all right. So my number eight. Uh, so I was feeling down, awful mood. This album came like into my like I knew this album came out, but I just kind of threw it off the wayside, and I was like, Ugh, I'll listen to it later. But when I did, it was like it came at the perfect time, and that's Thundercat. It is what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that album. And I recently watched an interview with Thundercat where he's talking about his favorite bass lines, and he's like playing them. And uh, like and after listening guy? to that, hmm. You said it was a brass guy. For sorry, what? He <laughs> said it was a brass guy. A bro sky. Oh, yeah, yeah, Did I, I hope so. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, you, you said it right. I okay. just was confused. No, we weren't on that. Uh, <laughs> no, he was. <laughs> wouldn't that be wild? No, he was yeah. talking about like cool funk music, and he was teaching how to play certain things. And I was like, oh my god, I need to actually practice. Um, so this album actually made me think, like, okay, like I should probably get a little bit better at bass. But I don't know. It's just such a lighthearted, silly funky album like like dragon ball Rag is like it cracks me up that song is hilarious and it's just uh it's just so good um but the bass lines on top of it like i love flying lotus and he played bass on uh the first flying lotus lp mm-hmm. and or it might have been the second um but either or like i listened to that album on repeat for a whole year while i was studying school so it's nice to hear like some of those bass lines come through on this album, but also just like the vocals are so silly for the most part. And just like, I don't know. It's just a great album and it's fun and like lighthearted, which is something I really needed at that time. And, but it's also like the artistry behind it is so good. So yeah. 
had to include it. I didn't know that came out until like two days ago when I was like, oh, I should look up a list or something because I don't know which albums came out this year and which albums came out last year. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that came out. Very cool. Yeah, Um, I think it's hard because like a lot of these artists like release albums before tour. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, this person's touring. Not that I in Edmonton, Alberta can see it, but right. <laughs> it's also like I follow them all on Instagram. They're like, hey, your album's out and our album tour is coming up. So that's how I usually know. So yeah. uh, Thundercat just kind of like flew under my radar. Plus, like their first album was okay. I, like, I, I wouldn't say it was okay. It was a fantastic first album, but it just didn't resonate with me at the time. So, but this one really did. So okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, uh, seven for me. Uh, FOM, Hollow Hope. FOM? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't actually listened to that yet. It's really fucking good. It's, it's, um, it's like everything from like a mid 90s, like straight edge hardcore album that I ever liked, Dope. but with like mm-hmm. way more just like way more i mean it sounds more pissed to me because it's not like it's because the vocals aren't just like screaming machismo you know what i mean they're (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're just they're angry and they like fucking they shred like it there's a such a, a such a more visceral um quality that i feel like listening to it, as opposed to you know, um, someone with a big puffed up chest and like you know <laughs> like um, yeah, I feel that yeah. Um, so yeah, and and it's like uh, you know I have friends that are friends with them, but I do not know them, so they are on this list. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, fine. They're not on your friend list. <laughs> not not yet. Um, so not, could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah hopefully, um, I. I'm, I should chat with somebody that I know that knows them, and then I should become friends with them. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, what's next on yours? Yeah, that's a good segue. Uh, speaking of hardcore and like tough guy hardcore, but like kind of not super feeling like tough guy hardcore. Um, so the new Gulch record, right? Uh, Impenetrable Cerebral Fortress. Oh, that album so sick um that album like makes me i I, i've never been good at mosh or anything but that album definitely (laughs) made me be like all right i'm ready to throw down like this is sick um but it's like i don't know because i i find like with newer hardcore like it doesn't really resonate with me as much as like like maybe like mid 2010 stuff and i think it's just because like a lot of it is like it's meant to mosh too, right? And I really like listening, like, for instance, like, Jesus Peace or, like, Harm's Way. I like listening to it when I'm lifting or, like, seeing it at a show. But for the most part, I'm like, if I sit down and listen to it, I'm like, okay, like, cool, like, cool mosh part. I can't mosh right now. I'm kind of bored listening to it. But this album, I found, like, had a lot of more dynamic songwriting and dynamic guitar riffs and stuff. So I felt that really cool. Um, and then that's using the Banshees cover at the end was just like chef's kiss. So good. <laughs> and the vocals, the vocal performance, so great. Like the bliss, like, oh, it's just uh, so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I listened to it and I, I enjoyed it a lot. I listened to it like, uh, 
like once a day for a little while. And I didn't stop listening to it because I wasn't enjoying it anymore. I stopped listening to it because like it pissed me off. Like I was like, this isn't something that this isn't something that I couldn't do. Like this isn't something like I, I could totally in theory write a record like mm -hmm. this you know what i mean yeah but, but you can't because yeah. it's fucking really good so like, yeah they did it, it like actually <laughs> yeah. really frustrated me it's like i have <laughs> like i essentially wrote a record in this style like last year yeah. and yeah. um and like ryan slauson is is um going to do vocals on it and and oh sick and uh and i i was listening to that and i was like Fuck, you know, <laughs> that's like, the worst that's, when what that I was, that's what I was trying to do. Like, did was was what I did still cool? Yeah. I don't, you know. Yeah. But how dare they? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's the worst when that happens. But you know, like, oh. I mean, I did say that Ryan Slauson's doing vocals on it though. So by the time true they get done with it, it's gonna be better than that. So you know. Oh, oh, oh. nice. <laughs> I mean, Ryan's <laughs> going to save the day. That's, it's yeah. going to have nothing to do. I'm going to bury yeah. all the instruments. It's going to be just, <laughs> just sick Yeah, ass Ryan's vocals. vocals are so good. Yeah. So, so heartfelt. You feel every word they say, which is always good. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, oh, okay. So we are on six. Okay. Um, so, uh, my six is, um, ways to hear by the goalies anxiety at the penalty kick. Um, Oh my is, gosh. Which is kind of, uh, they're kind of my pals now. Cause I just chatted with them for the podcast, uh, last week. Oh, nice. So, kind of, but so that's, a, that's okay. a little cheating on that part, but I already was kind of like putting this list together and stuff. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, on on online, uh, some some people were kind of like not arguing with me about it, but like mm. some people were like being real, um, like negative about how similar it is to say like Carissa's weird, you know, and uh, okay, I mean, I just I I just I'm like you know, if it's it's so rare for a band to be that similar and still capture everything you know what i mean oh, that cool. i that i felt mm -hmm. like the the other bands that they are compared to capture you know and i feel like they really mm -hmm. did and um you know so it's like now instead of when i like want to listen to like songs about leaving for the one zillionth time, like there's another album I can go to as well, you know, <laughs> and uh, and that's that. Um, yeah, it's um, it's just it's just really good, like kind of droney, um, you know, uh, indie, like with you know acoustic, a lot of acoustic, um, a lot of strings, a lot of keys, you know, uh, dual vocals, really good stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, and I love my dual vocals. That sounds like something up my alley. Yeah, yeah. Definitely check it out.
Okay. I guess I should bring a screamo band into this okay. after one, two, three, four, four. Um, be remiss for not mentioning it just dropped Respire's Black Line. Oh, yeah. So good. Um, I... I'm just, I don't know. I I like their sound from their first two records. I love how, and for me as like a Canadian and really into indie rock, like the mid 2000s and then the, like the mid 2010s, um, just hearing certain aspects of like broken social scene and um, trying to think of other ones, like new programmers, like those sorts of bands. And I always kind of loved listening to those dynamics in their music. But I think in this record, they finally like, not that they didn't before, but I think this one just like everything is just so much more cohesive. It sounds like they really came into the sound and it just like flows so well. Like there's just no fluff to this record at all it just it starts off strong and then it just ends and when it ended for me the first time i heard it i was like oh my gosh it's done already like that's awesome um and i kind of like that feeling because then it makes me want to listen to it again whereas like if it ends at a point where i'm like okay cool and and i usually just shelf it for a while and go on to the next thing but this one made me want to revisit it again and again um and just like just the different dynamics of emotion throughout like it kind of starts off at this like heavy sort of like kind of horror movie-esque like <laughs> start and then it just kind of like ends on a triumphant like hopeful note like i just think it's a really beautiful album and i think they did a really good job putting it all together yeah i mean um you know uh being part of the tape release or whatever we we've, we've been privy to listening to that for a while now and it's uh, the first oh, yeah, time I <laughs> when i listened to it yeah i mean like just how utterly crushing some of those moments like right mm-hmm. near the beginning are i was like what the fuck am i in store for <laughs> right now you know yeah and uh yeah it, it it's it does it does like it it's not that it feels short, but it does have that feeling where you're like, wait, that was it? Like, you're sp- like, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're like, wait, I, you know, where, where's, this, where's this other seven minutes? Like, I don't even know how long it is, but it's like, it's, it's not short. It's for, uh, from, no, I think I, I looked it up and I think it was like 40 minutes. I might yeah. be wrong, but, <laughs> yeah, I but I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can I, yeah. I actually like, actually like, so, so, uh, Egan sent it to me and like, mm-hmm. I, I was just kind of just like waiting, like, uh, cause you know, like I said, we were already talking about like the release in this. And, um, so Egan sent it to me and I was, I just happened to be like at home and, and be, being in a position to sit down and listen to it, like right on the spot. And so nice. that's exactly what I did. And I'm just like typing, typing to them the whole time, like color color commentary you know like i'm like (laughs) i'm like track three (laughs) holy shit you know like um, because i i the club part oh exactly that's the kind of you know um play by play i was i had going on but um yeah yeah because i we didn't even have track names i don't think when i was listening to it um i'm sure they had all that exclusive sneak peek well nice I i think it was just like it was just like you know, here, here it is, like, check it out, you know, um, I'm sure everything was like, 
you know, uh, being handled and everything, but it was just like probably oh, yeah. so people could actually hear and stuff. But, um, yeah, that's, so that's what was going on. Um, so, Dope. uh, yeah, great, great album. And, and it obviously deserves all the love that it's getting. Um, mm-hmm. okay. My, my number five, uh, is, uh, by, uh, Pittsburgh artist, uh, named Kai Voss. Uh, the new album okay. called Coping Mechanisms. It is um, like weird electronic, like indie pop. Uh, sometimes it oh, has dope. kind of, sometimes it has kind of, you know, like like retro feel to it. Sometimes it has kind of, it's very like contemporary. You know, it, it goes back mm. and forth between like, sort of glitchy um sounding stuff to like 80s sounding like bridges and stuff uh it's it's really cool really good i haven't um spent as much time with that as i did um their other release uh space cadet which is just like it never leaves my tape player but um yeah Mm. uh yeah you should you should definitely check that out if you're you know if you're into any of um that kind of stuff uh I don't know, um, anywhere from like stuff like Mood Robot or, I, I mean, some of the, I don't, I don't really know who's like that popular in this kind of stuff, you know, to like compare them to. Yeah. To uh, compare it to. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, that style of music I haven't really listened to in a long time. Like more so when I was first going to shows, it was like what you're describing sounds more like what I was listening to, but yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that just came out, I think, in September. And, uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, so Same. what do you have at five? Um, my five, I have Uniform Shame. Um, so Uniform, uh, I first came into, like, I first figured out who they were when they did the their collab with Body. And their first body collab was just like on constant rotation. I love that album. That was my getting up in the morning, like getting ready to go to work album and like coming back from work, like uh, (laughs) album. (laughs) But yeah, it's just like I said, it hasn't like because there's industrial themes to their music. Um, They're kind of more of like um, like I guess I don't know they're like more noise rock but just with like a heavier industrial more metally punk riff feel to it which is sick um because a lot of times when I'm looking for noise rock it's always kind of like like you try to look up for bands and it's like they try to sound like lightning bolt which I don't mind lightning bolt but like I don't I just want something heavy and hard hitting and like maybe put a drum machine in it and make it sound like super blown out and just like ridiculous. Like, and this album kind of hits it. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm excited to see what they do next. Cause this album was just kind of what I wanted from a uniform full length, but I kind of want something heavier and they almost like had it, but they, their last song is kind of what I just wanted a whole album. And that song's called, what is it called? I wrote it down. I'm saying so, one of those people. I listen to albums. I do not give a shit what the song titles are. Like I'm just the worst. And somebody yeah, will I... ask me like, Oh, do you like blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, which one is that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. like did you actually listen to the album I'm like no i did oh i am the cancer that's what it's called oh, okay 
But it like it starts off like tons of heavy distorted blast beats for like a good chunk of time and then it turns into this like doomy noise rock song where he's just like repeating like god won't love you forever and you're like (laughs) so sick and you're just like yes but we like we talk at obrea sky we talk about doing a song like that to end off an album so when they did that i'm like that's what i want but with like a cool screamo rip yes (laughs) so cool so but uh, yeah, anyways, I love this album. It's like when it came out, I was listening to it like constantly all day. Still, I'm listening to it, but I like go for that last song usually. I listen to my favorites and then bam, last song. I'm like, yes, <laughs> like so good. Awesome. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out as well. Um, mm-hmm. So my, uh, my number four is uh, Paint My Memory by Somerset Thrower. And, oh, okay. Um, I think there's like, I I don't know anything about this band honestly. The, I think there's a lot of <laughs> hype around them. I don't know what label they're on. They could be what like Run for Cover or something. You know, I don't know. Hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, it's 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 jaw. It's like Jawbreaker in 2020. Like oh no, you know, okay. it's, it's it's like that. Like, uh, Jason from Coma like actually was like, "Have you heard that new album?" And I kept seeing people posting it and i was like mm. i i've never heard this band you know and i keep fine i'll listen yeah, yeah. yeah. and i did and i was like shit like yeah there's, i mean <laughs> it's just one of those it's just one of those things it's i mean the vocals aren't quite as gruff you know as jawbreaker mm. but like but they are they just they don't sound as like strained i guess but um, oh cool. Like okay. they're, they're a little more. They're not clean, but they're just a little more. They sound like the voice comes a little more naturally. Um, uh, cool. But uh, yeah, I mean the the bass tone is like perfect. Like mm. it, mm-hmm. for a record like that, that's what the bass should sound like. Absolutely, no question. You know, like um, it's perfect. The guitars um, are the guitar tones are perfect. Like. Um, there's lots of like just little, there's lots of those little, just like tiny riff nuggets that just get tossed in there, you know, like those little, um, like thin sounding, um, like leads, you know, but they're not like Mm, solos, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, especially like the last song, which, you know, I don't know the name of because I'm. I'm also very bad at that. Um, yeah. <laughs> the last song has like this riff that like this little like droney kind of like lead and then it, and then it kicks it's going and then it kicks down to where it's just the guitar and then it comes back in nice. where it's everything and then this other lead comes in alongside it and when you're first hearing the first lead you're like it doesn't get any better than this then the other lead Mm. comes in alongside it and you're like fuck how how is the other riff better than the main riff and then like that (laughs) riff goes away and you're left with just the first riff again and you're like it wasn't better it was (sighs) i i didn't mean it it wasn't better but no it's um There's stuff like I'm that all through, yeah. <laughs> all through that record. It's it's really good and um, that's sick. It's you know it's like it's not a hard listen at all. Like it it just um, 
you know, it makes you feel a little like peppy and, you know, uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, anybody who's a fan of Jawbreaker or, you know, any stuff like that, definitely check it out. Um, cool. What do you have next? I like our list because there's like some things that you've listed that I have not heard of or listened to. And I think vice versa. So this is nice. Like, I hope there's like a cool playlist at the end of this. Um, Yeah. um, So my next one uh, is Charlie XCXC or XCX. Charlie XCX. Oh my gosh. I always get that wrong. (laughs) It's Charlie. Like Charlie is like, oh, it's always good. And this one, I, I just like, because once it started getting nicer, I was starting to do yard work. This was completely on, like, repeat. This was kind of Corey and I's uh, road trip music when we went camping with our dog. And I don't know. I just always love the vocal filter she puts on. She always does some cool vocal effects. And, like, even... And I'm not a huge auto-tune fan, but the way that she does it just sounds so cool and interesting to a point where it's not distracting or she's trying to make up for something. It's just... It's, like, sits in the mix really well and it has, like, some sort of... I don't know, tone to it. It just sounds cool. Like, I don't know. And it just becomes a never, like a different type of instrument. And then like the beats are always so punchy. Um, And I just love how dynamic her vocal um, performances can be from different songs to songs. Cause it starts off with her like on this like heavy beat and she's like rapping. And then it just goes into later where she's like singing. And then she has like guest appearances. Like her albums are always so interesting to listen to. And there's always so many layers to it that it's, it's kind of like putting a puzzle together when I listen to her music. Cause there's just so many different like things going on that you're like, Oh, that's so cool. Like that, like little triplet on top of like, this sounds so neat. And uh, I don't know. I just always love Charlie's albums, but this one, I think, especially cause like this came out like right when the pandemic was starting um, or when lockdown was starting, I think this came out like right before the summer started. So it was like end of spring, and I think she wrote this. I, I correct me if I'm wrong, if you know, but like, I think she wrote this during like lockdown. So this album was like a super, or she mixed it or something. Like she was working on it during pandemic by herself, and she released it. And was like, here you go. Like, yeah, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. enjoy my album, which is so cool. Um, so I really appreciated that. Um, especially from somebody at that like high level, um, of fame, I guess, if you want to call it that, but like, yeah. Anyways, aside from that, just a cool record. I don't know. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I, um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know specifically like as far as, um, you know what you're saying, like when it was written or whatever, but I, I do remember like, this was a this this was for sure a time when um people thought that um this was going to be over really fast and so a lot of yes, people yeah. uh-huh. were kind of holding on to their records and um and being like well I'll just I'll wait you know and yeah. um mm-hmm. and you know the fact that she was just like nah fuck that here have it 
Yeah, know? here you go. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was like, that's that's fucking sick. But yeah, I yeah. Really, I don't even know if she did any marketing for it. I think she just dropped it. But I could be wrong. I don't know. My perception of time has been so fucked that yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I did. I like. I did listen to that pretty solid for probably like a week and it's pretty funny because actually uh my my six-year-old liked it a lot and uh Aww, cool he, yeah he never likes he never likes stuff but he liked it um but, but yeah there's <laughs> is it uh is it the song enemy that's like really like somber and is there i remember there was like a really somber song that i was like damn nobody talks about this song but this song is fucking good like they're there all are, good, yeah but, yeah, no, there are a couple of ones. There's the one that she's singing to. I know which one you're talking about, and it is like, yeah, yeah pretty hard. But I, like, there, there's one where she's singing with another, like a feature, and it's like pretty emotional sounding too. And okay. yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know the names of the songs, yeah. but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. Yeah. I'm really bad at that. And um like yeah. I, like you're like, "Oh, I've got some notes." And I was like, "I have a uh, post-it." So, uh Yeah. That's good. That's, yeah. That's I nice. didn't even write the song names down. Yeah, <laughs> I just went either. this album is cool and I like the vocal filters. It's, it's awesome. Everybody at home right now knows exactly what song we're take, talking about. They're shaking their yes. heads. They're like, Ugh. "Yeah." Um, oh. They're but, yelling at us like that's the song title. Like, come on. Nice. <laughs> we'll just you can yell at me. It's we'll fine. just sit here and pretend that all these people are uh, listening. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so at three, uh, I have um, "Inlet" by Hum, and uh, okay, yeah, I I don't. Um, I think. I think. Um, it probably doesn't surprise anybody that that uh, you know an old head like me uh, <laughs> would have the home album on there. You know, I was I was listening to them when they were around the first time around. Um, but um, it it you know I I don't know if everybody else w- if there are other people that would agree with this, but I just was really not expecting this album to be this good like Mm. i i had my hopes like lower you know so like if you because if you like a band that much and it's literally like 20 years later or whatever you know yeah nearly uh and they're like we're gonna put out this record you you can't be like telling yourself oh i can't wait this is gonna be just as good as what i yeah. The thing that I've You're been like, oh, no. doting over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was like this, you know, I had my hopes like low and I was just, I was blown away. Like, I just think it's oh, that's really nice solid. Feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you like, you know, their old stuff, you'd prefer an astronaut and all that stuff. Then, and for some reason you haven't listened to Inlet, uh, then check it out. Um, what do you have next? Um, I have, so the second, did I mention any other Screamo? Yeah, the second Screamo band, I guess, is the crowning album, Survival Sickness. Oh, God, yes. Uh, no surprise, I, like, I've been a huge crowning fan for a long time. I don't know if it's, like, well, A, they, they 
they're sick, but B, like they're one of the first bands that we got to play with that I ever got to play with that was like outside of Edmonton. So like, I think I have like a little special, they're in a little special place in my heart uh, always. So, but I've been waiting for the full length for so long and, you know, I know they've been working on this full length for quite some time and I'm actually kind of happy they waited as long as they did because I don't know, I don't know what it would have been like, but this was like worth the wait in my opinion. Um, Yeah, just like short and sweet, like which is super on brand for like how lots of them are just like, I don't want a show that's longer than this time. So it just like makes sense that your record's like, I think, what is it, like 20 minutes, not even? Like, um, so it's like super short and sweet, makes you want to listen to it again. Um, but on top of that, just because like huge noise fan, huge drone fan, just love how Justin put in, um, the noise and the drone, but didn't make it like, cause I've been finding this a lot with a lot of hardcore bands that have been just throwing noise in. It's just, they just kind of throw it in and go, Hey, we have like a DJ and <laughs> we have a noise part and it, and it just doesn't flow. It just like, oh, cool. You put like a harsh noise, like <sighs> before your song, but it, it just feels like you put it in there just to say you have it. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I can tell that, and even talking to him, like, put lots of care into, like, kind of slowly bringing it in so you don't even notice it's coming until it's bam right there. And just, like, it's so good. Um, yeah, and, like, the riffs are fantastic. Like, that ending rift in Ardent um, is just always gets stuck in my head and how it keeps looping. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think enough fans do that. Um, I don't know, maybe, like maybe you can like confirm or deny, but like I, I find sometimes with like, especially in Screamo, like lots of people don't like to like stay on a certain riff or a certain like melody pattern. Cause they're like, okay, gotta go to the next cool riff. Like it becomes like this kind of riff salad of like a puzzle, which is cool. Like, don't get me wrong, but sometimes it's nice to just stay on one for a bit and just like, Oh, this is sick. Like, so anyways, that's just kind of how I felt about that particular song, but all in all, album's awesome um vocals always fantastic um yeah that's what i was gonna say i mean everything's great like they it's the they have like some of the best overall tones like that i heard right yeah Mm -hmm. um but yeah i was just gonna make the same comment about the vocals like seriously like ever since I heard that Ito 10 inch. Like, I'm just like, this, mm. this person has like some of the most powerful vocals, like, I know, yeah, that I've heard. It's, it's like, I, yeah, when I don't know, I'm like, what, <laughs> what is happening here? Like, what, yeah, like, like, I'm gonna figure it out, like, or something, like, uh, like, yeah, oh, <laughs> it's just, it's just this magical formula of like the right, uh the right amount of breath and and then you know um whatever yeah it's just nah they're just they're just huge they they sound they're just good yeah (laughs) it's it's like a drum kit 
that saying yeah words, totally. you know? it's just, <laughs> that's so true <laughs> and like does clean vocals on this too and sounds so good just like singing in yeah, it and i'm just yeah. like what <laughs> so yeah. you can sing too like what I'm like get out of here <laughs> it just made me kind of want to quit doing vocals because i was like okay okay <laughs> like don't make us look bad Save all right like, for the rest <laughs> <of us>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but they're also like i find too like the vocals and the mix too are just so good like i i'm really particular sometimes about like where vocals sit like and it just like because sometimes like just for my own releases sometimes i'm like oh i wish they were just a little bit more buried or like a little mm-hmm. bit more present but like i always find with crowning like the vocals always sit where they're supposed to sit and they're just like so good just they're never distracting but they like make it so punchy which yeah. is nice but yeah. that album was yeah awesome a plus definitely uh <laughs> so number two i have um blue hearts by bob mold um bob, okay bob mold of course you know um from husker do and sugar uh um, yeah uh you know he he releases an, a new album every year or two years anymore um he's he's just consistently been releasing good albums since uh that that one um fiasco with all the dance tracks on it uh we, we, we don't <laughs> talk about that one um, but, <laughs> but um blue hearts yeah it's just another another really solid like um like you know rock album i mean it, it's it's it, it, i feel like it's you know i don't know you know what people when what sounds they immediately like associate when you say like this is a punk album you know or whatever i don't know that mm. necessarily i would say that this is you know it definitely has like some of that bob mold like uh some of the like some of mm, his last album definitely had some more like angry sounding songs you know every once mm. in a like every one or two on an album is a little, you know, harder uh, sounding, but like this one overall uh, sounds a little bit more frustrated and angry than the last few. Um, and um, yeah, it's just, it's, it starts out slow. Uh, the little somber acoustic um, coming in and in by track two, it's going and um, it's just really solid um, all the way through. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like Bob Mould, you know, um, just like when, uh, when, when I'm, when I'm like a, a teenager and just hearing Husker Du, you know, and I never even knew like how much that would mean to me when I would hear like that this singer in this band is gay, you know, or whatever. And uh oh, sick. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, so mm. Bob Bob Mold's always I mean, I've always had that uh that soft spot um for Bob Mold's projects. Um Cool. You know, because uh, it was just uh you know, uh even when I wasn't ready to reckon with myself on whatever levels, um I had this person that I'd probably never meet, you know, to like sort of be in be in your corner and you think 
you're mad about the same things they're mad about, you know, or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, Bob Mold, um, what do you have? Do you want to hear a confession? Sure. I've I've never actually listened to Husker Du at all. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know, and they've always been on my radar. And like, I see them. I like, I have really good friends who like will post on Instagram like listening to this album. And I'm like, I need to and i actually downloaded all of their discography and i was like i'm gonna listen to this band and this was like way before like i was even dating Corey. i like i had all their stuff and like before i dated Corey, i think we talked about it in your last one i didn't really listen to a lot of heavy music i was more so listening to like indie rock and stuff and i was like one of these days so now i am more motivated to actually like explore that band um but yeah, it's just one of those things where I see it. I'm like, ah, oh, I meant to listen in and I just forgot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, Husker Du, you know, it's like legendary band for like tons of reasons. I mean, they just, they, no one sounds like they sound like not now, not then, not ever, you know, it's just something about them. Um, but then like, you know, like uh, in the in the 90s or whatever, and he's in this band called Sugar, which is just like the song. I mean, like they're they they are a very sweet sounding band, like they couldn't have named themselves something more appropriate. Like just, <laughs> the songs are just like ear candy, you know, um, like the first couple songs on the album Copper Blue. It's just like. I remember the first time I heard them and they kind of go right together. And I was just like, fucking start it over. Like, shit, that's so good. <laughs> I don't know how many times I must have done that before I listened to the rest of the album. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best uh, yeah. feeling, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But, um, cool. Anyway, uh, oh, yeah. So, what did you have next? Yeah. So, I got two more. Uh, I'll do the the light one and then the heavy one next. So, okay. Um, so this one, um, Haley Williams's uh, solo project under her own name. Uh, so her album "Pedals for Armor," loved it. Um, it's just like I love Haley Williams in general. Like her vocals have always been great. Paramore, like I don't know. I think Paramore came out just a little bit too early for me. Um, because when I was in high school, I was super into Alexis on Fire. I was super into like really heavier music, and I was looking for that sort of style. And it, like Paramore was like I liked, but it was never like like I feel like if I was a little bit younger, that band would have been my band growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I was just like, okay, like she's an excellent singer. I always loved listening to Paramore because I love listening to her vocals and what she can do and love watching her live because I'm like, okay, can she actually do this live? I need to see if she can. And she does it better. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. So, but this is like kind of her more like mature album where she's kind of going for like a, like a jazzier experimental sort of feel to her music. And it's just like this kind of like lo-fi like beat music in the background and she's like really manipulating her voice to make the song sound really cool um yeah i don't know if you've ever listened to like rosie and murphy um 
but it's kind of that sort of what I wanted from her because I like Rosie Murphy, but she gets a little bit too like bip it up, bop, bop, jazzy sometimes, mm-hmm. and you're like, mm, okay. <laughs> but um, not all the time, but some of her albums, she gets a little bit too much into her vocals. But Haley Williams's vocals are just so good, and they have such a warm tone to them. Whereas Rosie Murphy is more of like a nasally, like higher register. Um, but this is just like really good, and um, I don't know, just watching her sing them live and performing them before the pandemic hit, because I know she was going to go on this like huge tour and then for this album and then bam, everything happened. So she wasn't able to tour and she actually just dialed back her, which I found really interesting. She just like dialed back her promotion and just went, whatever, my album's out. Like there's more important things in my career right now. Just like donate all your money to this, donate all your money to that. So on top of that, I'm like, respect. Um, but not only that, I think this album's fantastic and, um, I listened to it all summer. Um, yeah. Awesome. Pedals Farmer, good album. Awesome. Yeah, I meant to listen to it. Um, I think like just a single came out, and I was like, "Oh, I want to check that out." Because, like, <clears throat> I never, I just never got into Paramore. I, I think, <clears throat> I think they're fine, and I think she has a great voice. And I, when I was like, "Oh, this is going to be this other kind of thing." that is more up my alley anyway. I really wanted to check mm-hmm. it out, but then I, you know, just kind of like, um, I was like, well, I don't want to listen to like one song, you know, I'll, I'll wait for it. To yeah. Come out. And then I just get, kind of forgot about it. Um, that was another one of those things when I was like trying to, uh, look and remember what came out that I saw on one, on a list. And I was like, Oh yeah, I should check that out. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I definitely will. Um, yeah, I was like really shocked. I actually listened to it, but like I think that first one that she put out was so much like what I wanted from like Rosie and Murphy in a lot of ways that I was like, okay, like I hope it's more of this, and it is to some degree. But there's other like cool songs in there too that are fun and poppy, like kind of more the poppy side of Paramore, but more like lo-fi, like weird, like mysterious sounding, which is kind of cool. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, anyways, really like that album. Awesome, awesome. Um, my number one album, uh, is, uh, Gathering Swans by, by Choir Boy. Um, okay. I listened to this, like, I listened to this album so much, um, everyone in the house hates it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what does it sound like? I, uh, I don't know what it is. It's, yeah. You know, it's like. It's uh, it's synthesizers and uh, and clean guitars and it's like Depeche Mode, and oh, sick! Know, it's like that goth yeah. goth wave, you know, sad yes. sounding. Um, oh, I'm here for and, it. And uh, yeah, it's it's just really good. I mean, so many times I'm uh, especially when it you know it came out like right at the start of all this, and I'm just like in the shower listening to this album just like scalding hot water just being like oh god (laughs) this is is exactly what i need the only thing (laughs) that's holding me together right now (laughs) but um yeah it's it's uh it's a great album i've been i've been you know into them since um you know their first uh couple of things you know came out and they 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 seem 
I mean, it's been a few years now, but they seem to like get really big, uh, really fast, and uh, it's well deserved. It's a great album. Cool. Uh, if you like stuff like Drab Majesty and you know stuff like that, then it's right up your alley. Um, what, oh. what is your number one? My number one, but not number one, number but right. also number one, but could be number one. Um, so the Nomad album. All right. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a heavy hitting album. The riffs, so good. So good. The vocals, like double chef's kiss, like oh, yeah. so vicious sounding. Lyrics are so sick and I'm so sad, um, but I'm excited. I'm also sad, but I'm excited because one day I'm probably going to see them live and I will be ready to like sing at the top of my lungs at the front. <laughs> like, is that like, Oh, just such like singable lyrics, which is awesome. And just like, ah, oh, just so good. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, what is the, like, I think lots of people already praise this, but just, it's just so good. I, um, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great record. Yeah, so the second half of this conversation, we're going to talk about uh, what kind of video games we played this year. Usually, I, I mean, it's pretty much me. It's it's music, it's comics, and it's video games. That's pretty much like what I get up to. Um, this year, I was I did not play uh, games as much as I might usually. I was just trying to wrap up a lot of stuff that I. Um, you know, that I was trying to wrap up for a while and I did get a bunch of that done. So, um, that's cool. All right. Yay. Go me. <laughs> uh, but I did play some cool games. Um, like I was, uh, just saying when we took a little break there, uh, some of these games were actually like late last year. And, uh, this year <laughs> has just been such a weird year for time that I wrote them down and, um, and was going to talk about them. So uh, some of them were kind of like late last year. Um, one of the games uh, that I was going to talk about is uh, actually uh, Sekiro, uh, which was oh, yeah. late last year. It was a yeah. fucking great game. Um, so good. Uh, did you ever beat it? 
<laughs> okay, so I beat everything. I did the DLC and the final boss. Oh shit. The final boss. So I beat like some of the hardest bosses of the game with the DLC. Right. But I got to the final boss and honestly, I think I was so burnt out from like the the demon or whatever it is, like the hell demon. Cause I think I did that like I think I did that like over a hundred times. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god. Um, and I think the thing that tricked me up is like, you know, the little dodge animation that pops up in your head that goes uh-huh. Well, sometimes you need to dodge, but sometimes you need to jump. And it's unclear which one. So it was like always a guess sometimes. So, anyways, I just found that really confusing. So and that's like the final fight. I probably would have beat it if I gave it time, but I was like, you know what? I need a break. And um I I took too long of a break that I You're and then not I started playing Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I you think at the same time, you have to be good time, at that game. It's, it's oh, you have to be yeah. really good, yeah. and you But I also started playing Monster Hunter World again because Iceborne came out in the right. fall. Yeah. Um, right when I was finishing up Sekiro, and Monster Hunter World has like the complete flipped um controls as any Soulsborne game oh shit and the the controls make sense in monster hunter world because like i don't know you'd have to play it like the attack buttons are like like i was playing recently dark souls 3 and i was like doing attack buttons for monster hunter still because Corey and i co-op that game all the time Anyways, I can go on. <laughs> I think the controls in Monster Hunter are superior. It's so good. But uh, no, I didn't beat Sekiro. Yeah, so that I, was a long-winded I, answer to say no, I did not. <laughs> no, but I like, finished everything else, but not the final boss. I didn't get as far as you. Like I, So I was like super into it. And I was like, this game is hard. It's fucking awesome. This is cool. And um, yeah. I just, I got, so, so okay, so there's the, there's the, uh, there's the beast, the the large like ape like beast that um, you know oh. you, you chop its head off and it's running around. Yeah. And so, so I had a little trouble with that, which is which is fine because you know it's a hard fight. Yeah. When you're looking at the guides and stuff, and it's like you're gonna have this is this is possibly the hardest boss in the game is what I was reading, right? And I was like, okay. Yeah. So I played a lot and I finally beat it. And I was like, fuck yeah! I was like, I beat it. That's so awesome. And I go on, and then. Like the next really hard thing is when you fight your dad, and then oh yeah, that's also hard. Yeah, the 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 next guy that I saw was like, this is possibly the hardest boss in the game, and I was like, wait, <laughs> hold on, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I did the same thing you did. I sat I sat it down, and then I was like, shit, I'm not good at this I game anymore. Yeah, I gotta start <laughs> over, or I don't yeah. know. Yeah, um, but yeah. So that's what happened with that. Um, but yeah, yeah. I tried to start it from the beginning again, and then I got mad because I was like. Because I actually just wanted that to be a Tenchu game. Because um, I thought that's what they were going to do. And then they were like, no, it's like a cool, like, different type of game. And I was like, damn it. Because they have the right, from Software has the rights to Tenchu. Yeah. And I was like, I just wanted, like, a cool stealth, like, political stealth, like, assassin game. Yeah. And I was kind of bummed. So when I was playing it, I'm like, I just want to play a cool next gen tenchu and yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so what what uh where do you want to start with what you were playing this year yeah uh, kind of related Uh, easier game ghost of tsushima um i played that this year um 
Not as good as Sekiro, but it was kind of like, it's interesting because like I, for those of those who know me, I am a huge Soulsborne person and I've been playing pretty much nothing but Dark Souls and Bloodborne and Sekiro for the last few years. So this game was actually really nice because like the battle system is just easy, but like the anim- like you can kind of make it as difficult as you want it to be, which is nice, or you can make it as fancy schmancy as you want it to be, or you can just press the attack button and that's it. Okay. So, but it's cool. It kind of had like a Kurosawa movie feel to it. Uh, the story is pretty basic. It's just like a straight up get your country back from the invaders sort of story. Um, but the stealth mechanics are really fun. Um, it's just like, it's a big game. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Like I'd stop and I'd call Corey and be like, look at this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and it's just gorgeous scenery. Um, and it's also that one of the first, so I got a puppy during COVID. I wasn't able to play video games for like three months. <laughs> Because yeah. she was just so needy, and uh, it was like the first video game that I could actually sit down with. Because we figured out, like, oh, she actually needs to go to the dog park, hang out with other dogs, and run around. So, yeah, it was like one of the first video games this year I was actually able to sit down and like play, which was nice. But it's a gorgeous game, really fun, super easy, really accessible, um, cool story. Yeah. Yeah, some of my friends were like really looking forward to it, and then, um, you know, I'll, I'll, all this stuff happened. I just did not. I didn't hear very much about it until um, when I was like, uh, <clears throat> I was in the grocery store, and um, I w- I went through that area, and I I was like looking because they had all these games that were on sale, and that was one of them. And I was like, oh shit! At the grocery store. Well, Target. Oh, know. okay. I was like, oh, you. I was, America has video uh, games in their grocery uh, stores. Well, I mean, you know, Target. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Where I live, the um, where I live, there's like a Target that's really close, and there's like a just a regular grocery store that's really close. Well, for whatever reason, the grocery store, it just does not matter. Like when you go, it is always fucking packed. And that's just, that drives me like up the wall, you know? Um, I feel that. But the target is like never really that packed. And so I was like, kind of like looking for for holiday gifts as well as I needed like, you know, groceries. Um, So I was like, Mm -hmm. oh shit. And they, yeah, they had lots of games that I was like, um, they that I was like I, w- I wish I had money, uh, but I don't. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. One one game that I bought before, um, right before, uh, lockdown and stuff was Death Stranding, and I actually oh yeah still haven't even started it because I was like I want to be able to sit down and play this like and not worry about like recording my bass parts or whatever you know like um, yeah. So I still haven't sat down and played it. Well, that was the stinger when I went through at Target and it was nineteen ninety nine. I was like, "Oh no!" I fucking <laughs> paid. <laughs> you know, I paid new price Full for price. it. I haven't even opened it. Yeah. Fuck. You know, I should have just not bought it. 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 Yeah. Until I had time to play it, and then I want to save money. But you know. Oh. Um, yeah, Corey played it for a bit. Yeah. And then got frustrated because it's like about. <laughs> 
doing delivery stuff right mm-hmm. so yeah and yeah. i think he like played it and then fell and lost all his cargo and he went i'm done <laughs> i'm done but it, but i think the final fantasy 7 remake came out like right after he started playing that game and then he was like well the choice is clear i'm playing this remake <laughs> yeah that's the other that's the other thing is um is um that came out in april so i was yeah i did i did get right into that when that came out and i mean to oh be did fair, you cool yeah because i mean i you know i knew i knew that there had to be a way at least with that game that you know you're not starting from scratch you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, totally. Like, oh, yeah. You know the world. You know the characters. You you know. You know the story. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be spots where you can pick it up and you can put it down. You know, like not yeah. like, I don't know. You know, um, I I just when it gets when it goes to like getting into a game like from the ground level, you know, you just sometimes it's a little intimidating to not know like how exactly how especially like i don't know you know like say um like metal gear or whatever like you can't just play a metal mm -hmm. gear game you could be watching a movie for two hours like trying to play that you know and i i didn't know if death stranding was going to be similar or whatever so um yeah but yeah um did you play the final fantasy 7 remake as well or i did it's so funny so we got it at the same time we got sellers and um so when we adopted sellers the like the um, the person who was her foster i guess um was like oh this dog's gonna be really calm really chill like i like a perfect first dog for everyone and we're like oh cool like really as like a shepherd <laughs> cross? and then she's like oh yeah it's surprisingly how like surprising how cool it was well no (laughs) no 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 so the first weekend we got her uh corey played final fantasy 7 remake um until like late and Celis was sleeping on the couch beside him and he was like oh this is everything i ever wanted a dog just like hanging out playing video games while they sleep at night and well that didn't happen the next day she was like all right i'm i'm at 11 like i'm your dog you need to take care of me and uh so she was just kind of lethargic because she was on uh medications and stuff um for like worms and whatnot so Mm -hmm. it was a good three months uh of that (laughs) of us trying to figure out how to manage her energy levels Mm -hmm. um but then after that I was gonna. I played the Final Fantasy VII remake, and I played it because there's this reviewer. His name is Tim Rogers. He does like three-hour-long video reviews of video games, and they're so funny and they're so hilariously written. And he's just like so, I guess, dramatic about it. So he was doing a review of Final Fantasy VII remake, and I was like, you know what? I gotta, because Corey was watching, like playing it, and. 
um, no spoilers, but there's some subtle changes. And like, we were both like, oh, we just wanted like a remake. <laughs> I didn't want subtle changes. So, but he, in this review, he talked about why that is kind of cool. So I was like, well, I'll play it. And I really liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, the battle mechanics are exactly what I wanted from a remake of Final Fantasy VII because I didn't want the turn based for like a next gen console unless they did like sprite animation because i think like it would be pretty a waste of resources on the animators part mm-hmm. to like have it turn-based like well, imagine having that can't you did I, I think you can yeah. but i think it makes it boring because actually yeah, the I, mean, action I never based... did i just thought yeah. i remembered that being the case yeah i just yeah. love like when you're looking for spells and it like makes it super slow motion because when i was thinking about it i was like you know what'd be cool like this and then when they did that i was like that's exactly what i said (laughs) (laughs) i was so i was so stoked on that um but yeah no it's cool i i really i don't know it's just nice to revisit that world um during like a really crappy time you know like i love replaying that game I, I used to replay that game every year. Um, I still do here and there. And then I, you know, I get to a certain, I usually leave, leave Midgar and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like, I don't need to play this game again. Like, I, I just kind of wanted to do the opening scene and see how, like, overpowered I can get this time, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, I grinded too much on board every time to play an actual new video game. But yeah, anyways, I love that. I think it was, it was really good. And the soundtrack, like, they remix Komatsu's um, uh, soundtrack so well, in my opinion. Like, yeah, and just making it more dynamic and then changing, like, the tones, like, when you're in a battle versus walking around, like, really cool. Yeah, they did a really great job. Yeah, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the, you know, the rest of it, however they, I mean. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what they do now. At first, I was kind of pissed. I was like, why would you, why? And then I'm like, yeah. no, you know, I want to see What's going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know. Of course, there is the 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 whole like you're gonna have to pay for five installments of this one game or however I don't even know how many yeah. they said there's gonna be now or whatever but I don't know you yeah know, it's it's um mm. I think you know the idea that you're ever gonna go back to getting like uh. 300 hours of gameplay out of a $60 game is like, I think that's well past us at this point. I mean, unless you're oh, talking yeah. about Destiny or Halo or something, you know, where you're, yeah, you're just Monster doing, mm-hmm. yeah, you're just yeah. doing the same kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, um, uh, speaking of stuff like that, um, <clears throat> I, um, yeah, one game that I was still playing early this year that came out late last year was Borderlands 3. Did you play much of that? I never played the the first or second Borderlands. Um, I watched Corey play them while I was doing my own video gaming. We usually, like, set it up where he's playing a video game. I'm playing one, too, somewhere else, like, all in the same room. But uh, I love watching him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. headquarters right here. Yeah. (laughs) Well, right now he's playing Cyberpunk, and I'm probably going to be, like, 
doing my own thing like on our couch uh um but uh yeah i uh yeah, no, but I love watching him play because I just love the graphics and everything. Like, I don't know. It's such a cool style. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed the yeah. third. And the music's so good. Yeah. My, yeah. I was, I was really, uh, I was really into it with like my oldest. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he was, he was like, he really likes the second one a lot and he's he's like he's like handsome jack is the best villain and i'm like no way like the new new villain is so sick like she's so cool she like steals people's powers she's just like you know so so like just just like wreck shit but i don't know Uh, yeah (laughs) anyway um yeah uh that's you know uh, the other games that I I still was kind of messing around with from last year, uh, Kingdom Hearts three. I was really excited about nice. that when that came out, and I I got burnt out on it. Honestly, I was like just really trying to like soaked every single thing up, and yeah, uh, just got got burnt out. Um, mm. But um, did you did you uh, were you a fan of the Kingdom Hearts series like? <gasps> I loved Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, I didn't play Kingdom Hearts 1, um, so I got a PlayStation 2 really late. Um, so I didn't get to play the first Kingdom Hearts because, like, in in Edmonton anyway, or, like, in Alberta um, growing up, because we never went to Edmonton to go shop for video games. Like, we either went to, like, a, like a smaller city close by my small town. Um, so we, I could never find the first Kingdom Hearts, but Kingdom Hearts 2 was always around, so I got that. And so same with Final Fantasy X. Didn't play Final Fantasy X until I was in... I think it was, like, in my 20s. Because, like, all they had was Final Fantasy 2, because <laughs> we had that PlayStation for so long, so we didn't have, like, the games that were out in Walmart or whatever we went to get games. But I played Kingdom Hearts 2. Love Kingdom Hearts 2. But to be honest, like, I played Kingdom Hearts 1, but everything I wanted from a Kingdom Hearts game was in Kingdom Hearts 2. So when the third game came out i was like eh, like i like two i think i played two enough like yeah. i don't really want to play three in my opinion yeah, yeah. but yeah. was it good like it, yeah it was really good like i said i you know i got burnt out on i think what you're saying is definitely you know i mean people that are like diehard fans of the series of course would would not agree with this but i think what you're saying is very yeah. fair i mean like two especially because of how hard Sephiroth was into, I spent oh, yeah. <laughs> so much time grinding Me to like too. beat Sephiroth, yeah. and so yeah. I was like predisposed to being burnt out in three, even though it took like yeah. a decade or something <laughs> between the two games. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I did enjoy it. I want to go back and play it some more. Um, oh, cool! Uh, at some point, but um. I, yeah, I heard the mini games were really fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What else did you get? Um, did you get to play anything else? Like, 
that came out this year, or did, were you visiting uh, older games? Well, we played we we played Animal Crossing together, and oh, I loved yeah. Animal Crossing. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I played a lot of Animal Crossing this year. Uh, I loved New Leaf on the DS, uh-huh. um, so I was really excited for a Switch version, and it did not disappoint. Um, but as soon as I was kind of like, I think I I think I stopped. Because I was still playing with Celis, because, like, the only thing that calmed my dog down, because, uh, like, I'm not kidding. It was, like, all day, all night, like, let's run, let's run, let's run, let's run, let's run. And you're like, I can't run anymore. <laughs> I am but a human, and I am not young anymore. I can't do that. <laughs> like, maybe if we were, like, hanging out when I was a teenager, we would be good. But even then, I would, I'd be probably exhausted. But, uh yeah, anyways, uh, the only thing that really calmed her down was sitting in the kitchen. So I would just, like, get my, like, switch and play it in the morning before work because I was working from home this year. And, like, I'd have to, like, work in my kitchen because it was the only place where she'd actually lay down and sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd play my switch first. So, yeah, um, but I think I just got burnt out in the summer because I, I played it for, like, when it first came out, I was playing it like, <laughs> and this is when the pandemic first hit, though I probably would have been doing this anyways. Um, <laughs> I was probably playing it for about 12 or 14 hours, like on the weekends, like straight, like trying to figure out my islands. Like, and I think in that case, I really needed that because it was like, oh, I get to be on an island. I can't really travel anywhere right now. Like all my, all my band's cool shows were canceled. At least I yeah. have my cool island. So it was kind of like a good escapism uh, yeah. for me. And, uh, but I love, I'm a really bad, like any sort of sim game where I'm like, I got to make my perfect house or like when Farmville was like really popular on Facebook in like 2007, I think it was like, I was on that. Like I need to build my perfect farm. Like I get into those modes where I'm just like obsessed with trying to build my perfect thing. But once I, cause my Island now is like, um, I tried to make it kind of look like a canal city. Uh, and once I got to the point where I was like, I like how this looks. It kind of reminds me of Amsterdam. Um, I'm done. And then I stopped playing. <laughs> yeah. I remember you, so, you were like, oh, I'm almost done. And then you can come and see it. And I still haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, I'll have to log in again so you can yeah. come see it. I'll yeah. weed because I'm sure there's tons of weeds up now. But yeah, <laughs> no, it looks really cool at night. Like I have the lights on the bridges and everything. Oh, wow. But yeah, as soon as I finished building what I was like, like, cool, I'm happy with how this looks now. I just kind of like, went, all right. Like I'm like that with every game that's kind of like Animal Crossing. Like I don't care about getting all the fish. Yeah. Oh, getting I, all the things. I'm, I'm, I'm the opposite. Like I... I care less about, I mean, I do think it's cool to like build like cool little areas that you enjoy like looking at and stuff, but I care less about that than like I do about like catching all the fish and stuff. But at the same time, I like haven't time traveled or anything. So like, Oh yeah. I refuse to cheat. It's been just like, (laughs) yeah, it's been just like, um, well, I have to wait until December. So like I'll, that kept me from getting totally burnout because I 
would not play it. Like I'm like, well, I've got all the bugs or whatever you can catch for this month, so I'll just wait. I'm good. Until yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. There was that thing where. I was looking up online and I had not seen anybody post that they had gotten um, a million Nook miles. So there was a little bit where I was just like grinding Nook miles because I wanted to be the oh, wow. first person I knew that got a million. And I dang, I posted it in a group and people were like, yeah, I don't think anybody's done this yet. And uh, yeah, that's and a lot. Like, I was like, after that, I definitely took a very hard break from the game. I was like. I was like, first of all, I was like, I don't know if you, because there was only six digits on it. And I was like, if I yeah. get to nine, 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 I'm going to be so mad. But it doesn't. It clicks over to a million. And I was like, I did it a million. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's what, that's why, nice. that's why, you know, none of my albums came out when they were supposed to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Animal Crossing. No, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. They, they came out. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, so, did you uh, did did you did you all get the the Tony Hawk remake? No, we didn't actually. Yeah. Darrell did. Um, yeah. So, and he was super stoked on it. He yeah. was talking to band chat about our <laughs> about about it, but he was like, "It's okay. It's like I think it's one of those things. It's, it's so hard for us remakes because like." Um, I actually got, like, I don't know if you got the one that was on, I think it was a PlayStation 3, but I don't know if you got burned on that one, but it was like, they had one and two together, and it was like, sick, like, and it was a terrible remake, oh, and they yeah. didn't have any songs, I think it was like, quiet for some levels, and I was like, well, this is awkward, yeah, but, I did. Uh, did, yeah, no, I didn't play it, I heard it was fun, though, it feels good, like, it yeah. feels like the original, yeah. It's uh, I, I actually forgot all about that until this newest one, and I was like, "Wait, didn't they already do that?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, that sucked, didn't it?" It was um, terrible. What a waste of money. But yeah, but no, this one was a lot of fun. I mean, I admit that, like, I, I, you know, I admit that I played the crap out of it for like a couple weeks, oh, yeah. and I was kind of like, "Yeah, it's exactly." It's what I wanted. It's what I expected. But at the same time, I played the originals like to infinity, you know, and like, yeah. so it was like, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was just like, it was a $40 buy and, um, mm -hmm. you know, I'll, I still do just like put it in and play it for 10, 15 minutes, you know, for a second and, uh, and yeah. a good time. Well, that's good. I think, well, that the game was kind of like that back then, too. Like, you'd rent it from Blockbuster. You'd play with it for, like, a weekend, and then you'd be like, cool. Like, I never owned Tony Hawk. I'd just rent it. We, um, the, the last, well, I mean, I have owned other ones. I, I didn't enjoy, like, Project 8 or whatever. Like, they were kind oh, of yeah. like, it was, like, more of the same but but not as good and adding some kind of weird, confusing, like, mechanics or something but yeah when, when two came out or actually rather when three came out was when there was bands like playing at my house like all the time and uh yeah it would just be like like i was never great at the game i was just like fine you know yeah but there would be bands that come through and there was it was like without, oh that's fun it would be without 
without fail, there would be one person in every band that was like really, really, really good, good at yeah, it. And you yeah. just feel so dumb, but it would, yeah, it would be <laughs> yeah. fun. You know, people would be staying over and, uh, and, um, playing this game. And, you know, there was this one band, like, I still, I don't know, like <clears throat> the, the, I, I mean, I'm just like, obviously just like myth- mythicizing this at this point but this band <laughs> called this is forever uh they mm-hmm. obviously named after that the drive-in song um but their yeah. their bass player was like like it was like a god like he was like a oh, god cool. at this game and i yeah. i was just i'd never seen anything so ridiculous like he just would not fall off like ever yeah just be doing these combos for like ever going through like the whole yeah. level doing a combo and it was just like ridiculous that's but, cool yeah <laughs> yeah um did you um did you get a chance to play anything like what did you start picking up after you know um you you got in the rhythm with um with, oh, with the dog yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm, well i um so actually I stopped playing like I started playing Magic the Gathering online because uh, oh, okay. I've always wanted to play Magic the Gathering. But like I'm so bad at mental math that I always get scared to play with people because like I can't do math. In my head. I was just playing D&D last night and I like rolled a five and I had to add three and I was like eight <laughs> that's like like that's literally my thought process of like trying to count in my head so like the same thing with magic is like oh god like i have to actually like pay attention to numbers like that sounds horrifying so like the magic online does it for you so that's super nice for somebody who has math math anxiety like me mm-hmm. <laughs> and probably the dyslexia version of math yeah um so that's I've been playing that. Uh, I played Chrono. I was starting to play Chrono Cross again, oh, yeah. just to revisit it and actually play with a guide because I'd always play blind because I was like I can finish this blind. And the last time I did a blind run through, um, I like had a terrible ending that like it just popped up. I think it was the ending with um, Harley where she's like, "Well, this is the world now," and you're like, "Oh." <laughs> it was just straight up like after like like you transform into links like it was just i probably paid, played for two hours and then all of a sudden like it was the end of the game and i was like wait what <laughs> <laughs> like this game that's the end this sucks and i didn't know there was like multiple endings so i like threw the controller away essentially i was like screw this and then my sister she loves video games too um she was like, oh, I didn't get that ending. I got, like, the final boss and everything. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, I just hadn't sat down to play with it. So, I started playing that a bit. Um, and then uh started playing D&D with um, a bunch of folks from Toronto. So, we're playing with M and Ben from Respire and Andy and Mark. And then Corey's playing, which is really fun. Um so kind of gaming, gaming with your brain. Um, um, and then, um, yeah, other than that with video games, like I'm always on dark souls three, like always, like I'm currently playing with Matt from who used to play guitar in Marino or, uh, cause he got PSN and he was like, I finally have PSN. Let's play dark souls. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I've played that game so many times and I'm like, 
I I just love like helping people go through the areas and just like I just love that game. So it's I never feel sad returning to it. Yeah. But this year I kind of took a step back from video games um, because of the dog. Uh, well, that was a big reason. Um, I'm actually really happy I got my dog because I think I would have just been like in a coma playing video games this whole pandemic, and I probably would be like in terrible shape right now, um, yeah. and probably not wanting to write music and stuff because I feel like activity tends to make me more inspired um but it's been yeah for the most part I've been kind of like yeah just those are kind of the games um I want to play more Monster Hunter though because they've they put up more bosses and stuff and Corey and I love playing co-op together but yeah sometimes we'll be like watching a movie and then the dog will be like hey like time, time to take me outside and she'll jump on you while you're playing and you're like I can't pause <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so maybe when she's two <laughs> my, my partner was playing that a lot when that expansion that newest expansion came out and it, it oh, looks really dope. sick yeah I, ne- I never got born sick yeah yeah, yeah um, Corey and I are huge Monster Hunter fans <laughs> it looks really cool um, a couple other things that I played I, I did play Outer Worlds um, oh, I need which, to play that. Which, yeah, yeah, it was it was it was pretty short. Uh, I yeah, I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of chance for like replay, but I I, yeah. I, I didn't replay it. I I guess I kind of it's like I feel like you get to know the like you get to know the characters well enough that like yeah you can sort of guess how it would pan out like if you went these other routes you know or whatever so i just didn't mm-hmm. but i mean i i think just the fact that you know you could you could do it in like 20 hours or whatever if you wanted to you know it's like you know why not go for it um yeah that's that sick. Was, yeah that was fun um i finally played horizon zero dawn i oh that's a cool game yeah bought it like you know in one of those digital sales for like uh 10 bucks or something you know and i finally played that and i was just like i was blown away by it like yeah it's so good like i always thought that game's gonna be good it always looked you know it looked awesome yeah just never got around to it and now i'm like really stoked um for the next one um (laughs) but um yeah then then uh yeah, so I was just recording the instruments for uh, the new Hope Hereafter um, LP, and mm-hmm. I just finished that. I just finished doing that. So, like, I was like, um, we're going to record the vocals over my partner's um, break from school, which is, like, next oh, week. Oh, nice. So yeah. I was like, oh, I can start playing a game. Like, what, what game can I play? So <laughs> I just now started playing the God of War from 2018. Oh, the the newest one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got That's it for. Cool. Yeah. It was one of those ones I got. I got it like got the physical copy for like fifteen bucks or something, you know, at the store. And when they're like, just like, this game's two years old. Just buy it, you know. Yeah. Um, the, this is the the DLC edition. Although I don't think that one had DLC. Yeah. I, I mean, That's I cool. I definitely got just like the bare bones version. The bare bones, cheap one. Yeah. But um. Yeah, and um yeah, so far it's uh it's fun. But um yeah, just just it's really funny, like 
I have not even played it that long. I think like I just beat some fire troll. Uh, it's not really <laughs> that far into the game, I don't think. And already there's been like three times where, uh, where where um, Kratos like like uh, his son, you know, Atreus, like uh, says something really sad about you know his mom, and Kratos will put his hand up like he's about to you know, give him a love, loving embrace and he just, he stops, you know, and you're just oh. like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, you know, and, and you're like, no, yeah, we're telling him, oh. so like, sitting there watching it and I was like to my partner, I'm like, will you look at this toxic bullshit, you know, like, look at, yeah, look at this, just, you know, just <laughs> hug the kid already, I know you're yeah. a god and of war, but come on, yeah, man. it's <laughs> wild because I feel like at that time that was like, even just the relationship, uh was like so groundbreaking and people were like applauding it for being such a like a good father-son sort of game that wasn't super toxic I mean, and then I, now like like, two, like obviously like you will always look at things with a critical lens because we're like we're us right but it's just think, like yeah. I, i'm trying to be fair to you i mean i'm making jokes at its expense and stuff yeah, but like, of like are, i said yeah. I'm, I'm very early in the game so people are probably if they're you know if they played the game they're like of course, what's happening now is just like yeah. gonna make that pay off later better. At least yeah. that's what that's in my mind. Later on, you are yeah. gonna definitely see like these t tender moments and whatever. And you know, I'm looking forward oh, to maybe. it. Maybe uh, I don't know. I never played it. Corey did. It's funny because yeah. a lot of the games that you just mentioned uh, are, are games that Corey was playing while I was studying. <laughs> Yeah. Because I was in my like, final year of school, so I was like writing papers and studying, and I hear dialogue here and there, and I look to the side and see like this really cool video game, and I'm like, huh. But it's interesting because I like study in the same room that he was playing, and I just play music in my headphones and not listen. But I, I've like, I look over every once in a while to see what he was doing. I felt like he played it, so I'm like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, no, <laughs> but it's I, like a cool game. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, the parts that I saw, I'm like, it's so beautiful and like I don't know the story is really cool as yeah. far as like the story that I caught wind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I get that though because like it's like my partner played all the Dragon Age games and I was like they oh, look yeah. so sick right but like mm -hmm. I, by the time they're done playing them I don't want to play them because I just like yeah. I you got like, it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got that experience. Like, to, same with yeah. Witcher. Like, sh she's played all yes, the Witcher games. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> give me like five years to like get that out of my system and I'll want to play yeah. it. But like, by that point, yeah. like, I think she's played Witcher 3. Like, I think she's played through it like four or five times. Like, I'll yeah. never play that game because like it always yeah. goes back into rotation. <laughs> Yeah, that's like Corey too. Like he'll re-download it and like play the opening scene. I'm like, I've seen this opening like area so many times that I'm good. And then we start watching the actual Witcher show, and I'm like, this is what I want. This is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a cool game. It seems super up my alley. If I had more time to burn, I'd probably like yeah. put in tons of hours, like I used to with Skyrim back in the day. But yeah, I just yeah, yeah I just don't. Mm -hmm. So are there games that are coming out that um, 
that you're really looking forward to? Or? You know, I like the one game that I really want to play that I can't because I need a PlayStation Five is gotcha. Demon Souls. Yep, I I knew and, that was coming. Yeah, same. And like, yes, <laughs> I just like it sucks because it's like that's the only game on PlayStation Five that I care about right now. Yeah, because yeah. maybe the Spider-Man game. Like I've heard that's like I don't like Corey played the last Spider-Man game and again while I was studying <laughs> and. Uh, but for me, you know, like I like watching that game. I don't really want to play that one, but uh, but the Demon Souls one, I'm like, oh, I wish. And I'm seeing like people post like online there because I've never watched a Let's Play of Demon Souls because I've like one day I'll play it, mm-hmm. one day I'll play it, and I just never got around to it. But people are like posting their videos of like, oh, like 100 percent run. I'm like, no, I can't yeah. watch this until I play it. <laughs> So one one day I'll have, uh, we'll see. Like it'll probably be years from now. I'll get my PlayStation Five and I'll get my Demon Souls download and I'll have fun. And maybe from we'll make an actual tension game or something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get somebody um let's get somebody on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly. I mean, I have one friend, uh, actually the first guitar player from Coma Regalia, um, my buddy Mark. Um, he got it, and he got you know Demon Soul, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't listen to you talk about it. I can't. Yeah, it's not fair. Just, yeah, <laughs> I have no hopes of getting this anytime soon. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm also excited for the because they have the next uh, Breath of the Wild game coming out too, don't oh, they? Yeah. Or is it out already? Well, there's a there's like a short trailer uh, for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm really looking forward. I haven't finished the first Breath of the Wild, but a couple winters ago, I played that like every night. Oh yeah. Um, I like I'm almost done the game. Like, and that's a game that's easy to pick up on because like it's so nice because they actually like have the controls up on the screen for you to like. Oh yeah, use the climb button. Thanks, mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. I used to think that was annoying, but I'm like, hey, wait, that's that's cool for someone like me who like has game ADD where I'm like, Oh, cool. I played this game for a while. Now I'm playing this other one. Yeah. Um, now I forget the controls for this one. And I'm just going to start from the beginning again. Like that's kind of like what I do with video games, but yeah. Um, yeah. One of these days I'll finish it before the second one comes up. Cause it looks really nice. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually did finish that one. I don't, I, I do that thing all the time where I get to the end of a game. It happened with Final Fan- the Final Fantasy VII Remake. I got to the very last boss, and I got so obsessed with getting ba- uh, Bahamut and having a hard time with that that I just was like, oh, I'll finish the game some other time. And I did. Yeah. I do that all the time. But Breath of the Wild, I definitely finished, and uh, really looking forward to the next one of that as well. Yeah. Um, well, shoot. Uh, it's time for me to put my kids to bed. So, um, (laughs) so yeah, um, it was great chatting with you. Um, And that was my year in wrap up with Amy Christine. Thanks so much, Amy, for taking the time to chat with me. It's always a pleasure. Thanks to all of you who hung in there. For this whole nearly two hour chat. Until next time, take care and do good things.